0: Welcome back to the Solutions by Southwest Utility podcast. My name is Caroline Ferguson, and I am so excited to continue our Tell Me Your Story series. We are in season two, friends, and holy cow, we have some exciting stories to share today. I am so excited. I get to sit down with one of my favorite customers. Um, This Brittany Norris is a community manager. She's the best. We get to work with here at Southwest Utility Solutions. But beyond that, she has um, so much wisdom, so much insight, so much fresh perspective um, on what it takes to be a successful and fruitful community manager in our industry. And, you know, she's got a story and she needs to tell it. So I am thrilled to have her on the podcast. She's been in the industry since 2010 so she has um a bit of a track record she's got a bit of a track record some some worthy experience so we are excited uh for Brittany uh for her being here and for her being willing to share her story with us so Brittany say hey hi thank you so much for having me on absolutely absolutely um we are so excited to talk with you during this episode. We are specifically guys going to talk about um, setting people up for success in our industry and what it takes and what that looks like. And, you know, especially for our um, industry partners that are on site that are running the properties that we're all trying to support, what does it take to, to lift people up, to empower them, to encourage them um, positively on site. How do we help the leaders of tomorrow be set up for success in the multifamily world? So that's um, that's gonna be the topic for our chat today. But before we, before we dive into that fun stuff, Brittany, we wanna hear about you. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what drives you.
1: Okay, well, I'm originally from California um, relocated to Texas when I was a kid. Um, I feel like I was meant to be here. I love steak, potatoes, and country music, so yes. it is my thing. Um, I went into the hospitality industry first, um, which was the hotel industry, and it was easily um, transferable into this industry. I wanted to have a little bit more structure and hours and things like that, being a mother. So I got into this industry, I actually had my manager at the hotel recommend it, she said you'd be perfect for it, and that was really nice of her, and and, uh, keen of her to kind of notice that skill set, and right, it was very transferable into this industry, I'm huge on customer service and personableness, I think that I like to obviously adhere to the policies, but make people feel uh, comfortable on why we're doing it. I have to enforce these rules. This is why to keep your community safe. And they relate to that. So I, I really think my drive is to ch- get to know people, mm. get them to understand, you know, rules of engagement in this industry, I guess. I love that.
0: I love that. And, and I would agree with you. I think that your skill set definitely shines through, especially in terms of just being engaged, right? Thank you. Like, Absolutely. I think it's so important. I think that having um having the skill set that you have really, you know, it it sets it sets leaders apart in our industry. And I think that, you know, a huge um determining factor, if you will, or deciding factor on Somebody's longevity in multifamily, but also their success in multifamily, has so much to do with the relationships that they cultivate, that they sustain, that they build, and that they feed. And if you're not a people person, this is not the place for you. This is not it ain't.
1: You. It ain't, you ain't. gonna last very much. <laughs> That's
0: right. You you, you got to be gone real fast. So um, <laughs> I am so glad that your um your previous colleague was able to call that out in you, and,
1: and now look at you. Here you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's funny enough, uh, she had to fire me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. She was like, I think you'd be great in this industry, really, truly, but you can't get to work on time. I was 20. You know how it is. 20. So funny enough, she and still friends to this day, had to let me go, but she was like, but I ain't letting you go. So hilarious.
0: That's so funny. You're going on to bigger and better things, and and here we are. Exactly, exactly. And here we are. Um, So you kind of answered our next question, right? Like, how did you get into the industry? But you know, maybe we'll spin it a little bit. Why
1: are you still in it? Why are you still in the industry? What has kept you for so long? That's what piqued my interest. Um, With hotel, it's it's a lot of turnaround. It's a lot of uh, you know in and out. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated getting to know people on a more personal level. Um, this is their home. They take it very seriously. So if you have somebody in the office managing and making sure things run smoothly for their, their peace of mind, um, I feel good. I feel good doing that. So I think for sure it was the fulfillment um, of getting to know people, them getting to know me, and then I'm the person they can go to for their results.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that's a good answer. Um, I love that you mentioned like these are people's homes, right? Yeah. Like I, I have that conversation more than I thought I ever would when I first got started in this industry, yeah. but it's so true. This is, we're in such an intimate industry. This exactly. is
1: right. Like, yeah, we're like me and you were crunching numbers. Right. numbers are things that people pay. It's a part of their budget. It's part of their part of their life. So hundred percent
0: it's so intimate and it, it like impacts exactly. their families in these units they're having their families in these units this yeah. is this is not like what you and i do yeah it affects a whole bunch of other things but at the end of the day it affects somebody and 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 their home and and how exactly. they raise their kids and yeah. you know, right and, and it's um
1: it's a really big deal
0: it's a really it big is
1: and that's even changed in the 10 years you know Traditionally, it would be a family, and now it may be three or four adult roommates. Um, So, to see the change in the dynamic of what the multifamily is, is also very interesting.
0: Absolutely. No, you're totally right. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, the whole renting dynamic has shifted.
1: It really has. And it's not going anywhere,
0: right? I feel like I read all the time that, you know, the number of units in America is only increasing and the number of renters versus homeowners, it's only increasing, you know? So um, it's all really interesting, especially how it's all evolved. Exactly. It really is interesting. So tell me a little bit about Valiant. Tell me a little bit about um, how you ended up at Waters Park, the community that you're currently managing. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your your current role and where you're currently landed. Okay.
1: So I was at a property in Grand Prairie, and Valiant took over that property. And they, within the year, had a Waters Park, perfectly uh, 186 units, well-ran a little older property, but good bones, good structure, um, and good occupancy and demographic. So they asked me to cover this property in the three years and roughly six months I've been with Valiant. What I really appreciate is, um, their standard operational procedures. Okay. I can go to a property within our company and I can run that property because our operations are the same. Mm really brings relief to a manager it's a lot of anxiety I'm sure you relate to leave your workload on somebody else and Mm -hmm. if you care enough about the job making sure it gets done correctly so I really appreciate that Um, the foundation and structure and how the properties run are harmonious and I I like that it's also the owner is he's young and fresh-minded and I appreciate that I mean I'm assuming we're in the same kind of generation era. You look like a young, little pretty young thing, so I'm assuming we are. Um, It seems as if the industry is being ran by younger people. And that is very appreciated to see people like us, people our age or age range um, running things, being leaders, being CEOs. I really like that and I appreciated that. Uh, He's a fun guy and the corporate and the chemistry seems to be all like that. Whether it's different generations, obviously, everyone seems to be really young and fresh-minded, and I appreciate that about Valiant.
0: I love that, and I think it's a good point too. Because you know, one of this is funny. One of the other episodes for uh, an episode that we've recorded for the future is um, how do we take how how do we essentially instill innovative mindsets in an industry that has historically been inundated with systems that have worked forever. So we're not going to change them. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and like, if it's not broken, we don't need to fix it. But The reality is just like we touched on, not even a minute ago about like the renting dynamic shifting, how we approach the industry and how we manage in the industry and how we lead in the industry, like that needs to evolve too. So I would agree. I appreciate young leadership. I appreciate fresh perspectives. Like, um, and what's also super fun is when people who haven't been in the industry come in and pop in and they're like, Hey, what if we tried this? Like we take this approach to do this.
1: It's funny you say that. I did a, a training about managing different generations and how you can understand that they're all different. And they called this younger generation, the ones kind of below us, disruptors. And you think of that word as negative, but it's not. The disruptor is like, hmm, this seems long-winded. Can we figure out a way to shorten this? That's not a bad thing. I thought that was such a applicable word to use, not in a negative connotation. But in a on a connotation that's like the system can sometimes be archaic. So let's yes. figure out how to make it better. I thought that spot on, you know, spot on. And again, it doesn't have to deal with age, it just has to deal with the mindset. Yes. So of course I love that. And then you are having to deal with the maybe a different generation who's older and they love things being so uh manual and procedurally. Um so still having that there for them, but allowing the disruptors to fix it a little bit or sharpen it up, I thought that was a really interesting training to go through.
0: Oh, absolutely. And also on the flip side of that too, like when we think about who we're serving and like the renters themselves, being able to take that same approach, like, you know, these are my colleagues, right? And I'm dealing with- leading different generations and inspiring different generations professionally, but I'm also serving a demographic that has a whole bunch of up-and-coming new renters who are like classmates
1: or or like students or whatever. They they may not want to be emailed. They may want a text message. Right. They want you to, as professional as we make sure our emails are, they now want you to talk in a text language like so, so, so interesting nonetheless. It really is. It
0: really is. And also, and I think this comes with experience, which obviously you haven't I mean, been in the industry since 2010, you have a whole wealth of it, but knowing like w- how to balance serving an, an older demographic or maybe a, a, a demographic or community of people who maybe they're not older. It's just a different mindset, right? Exactly. And Their needs are just different, but balancing that with, hey, I've got another group of people who really prefer to be communicated with in this way. And and this is what really gets their feet moving. And this is what's motivating for them, right? Like the way that we motivated residents 10 years ago and the way we motivate them today is different. It just is. And um, knowing how to balance those needs on site, I think is um evident of an experienced and uh wise property manager. <laughs> Maybe quick witted. <laughs> For sure. I mean, because you guys see it all. Yeah. Yeah. You you see it all. You absolutely see it all. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you've been in the industry for as long as you have been. Um, If you could sum up what has kept you in a couple of words, what would you say it is? Is it the people? Is it the chaos? Is it what's changing constantly?
1: What is it? Um, It's never the same gig. Mm -hmm. So property, management company, or the manager's set of abilities or struggles at a property, it's never the same. You will get a new experience, uh, a new revelation, each property you work at, each management company you work for, Um, and I appreciate that. I really do. I once, like, you know, was in hospitality, and I enjoy having the clientele a little longer. Um, I think that's the one thing that I was thinking, too, am I going to retire in this industry? And had to sit with that question a little bit, and I honestly think I will. I didn't finish college, and so I didn't, you know, don't hold a degree, and Things are changing out here in the industry, um, but this is one industry that you, you can climb the ladder with hard work, determination, and learning the insides and outs of the industry, and they're not necessarily looking at your credentials outside of this industry, um, educationally, so to speak. So I, I love that. I want to climb. I don't want to stay in the same position all my life, and I think this industry is going to provide that for me, give me that opportunity.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a, a perk for staying in it for sure. And it's yes. a good point too. It's, it's one of the f- a few industries that your success, your growth, your trajectory in it yes. is completely dependent on you exactly. set what you're willing to do and how hungry you are and what your personal drive is, because you're right. Like at the end of the day, congratulations, you have a degree in finance. Right? Yes, in debt. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations. And while that's, I'm sure it, it's provided incredible perspective for you and absolutely so much wisdom yeah. and like it was fulfilling. Great. But you know, if you and I are both on a property, the goal is the same, right? Yeah. And yeah. how you choose to get there and how I choose to get there. It doesn't, <laughs> we just got to get to the goal. We just exactly gotta get to the goal. If That was
1: your passion. Seek it and get the most education you can out of it. The most knowledge. And that's awesome. But like you said, this industry flourishes with people who didn't have to step foot on a university or a college campus. It's
0: really cool. It's really cool because you can, you also begin to see like the different business owners that are popping up inside of the industry. And creating. Yeah. You rub elbows with some pretty nice people. You right. Real estate. And you can even transfer over to real estate. I think that's awesome. Yes. And all the people too, like getting to meet the people who own the properties is really yeah. cool too. I yeah. always tell people, I'm like, you know, it, it, we're serving... It's so intimate on so many levels. When we work with on-site teams and management teams, you guys are overseeing people's homes and helping yeah. them flourish. And then I talk to an owner, and like this asset is his legacy. This is how he's setting his grandkids or her grandkids up for success. And and yes. you know, it's not their home, but it's their baby in a lot of ways. And um, it's just so intimate. It's 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 very cool being able to serve. I think each element of of, uh, the industry, because you get to see, you know, while the resident and the owner are two very different roles and and just people, um, at the end of the day, like this person, like this is their, this is their home. And for this person being the owner, like this asset, this community is going to, um, set my family's future up
1: differently. Both of these people want structure. They want foundation. They want roots. So they're They're both chasing after that, whether it be the renter making the rent, going to work, making sure their family has a a comfy home, or like you said, the owner or investor who's also making sure their home is comfortable. They have roots laid. So absolutely
0: seeking roots—that's good. I think that's one going to be one of my big takeaways from our chat. Seeking roots. I love that. I love that. So, tell me about one thing that you wish you knew when you first got started in the industry that you know now?
1: So I was 21 when I crossed over. Um, It was fresh and fun for one, to generate additional income in how much you leased, right? It was your hustle that depended on how much your pockets were heavier. Sorry. So I did appreciate that. And the connections you build, like you said, this is an industry where you get to meet the vendors, the owners, and the residents. That intersectionality is awesome. You're learning different people, uh, different class systems. Uh, that was I, I enjoyed that. Um, also, you can you can do your own job and you can cross work. The first property I was at, we had a swap day where I had to do a make ready with the maintenance, and the maintenance had, next day had to do the office administration. At, keep in mind, they didn't keep things flowing, but they got, whoa. <laughs> experience. I thought that was awesome. Very
0: cool.
1: And you can do that. You can learn above you, learn below you. And it, it leaves room for acceleration. Like we said, I think it goes back to your hustle and how much you want to imprint yourself in the industry. Uh, so I learned that pretty quickly and personality matters. I've had people say, I'm going to come back and lease because I liked you.
0: Mm.
1: as a leasing agent, and that's someone who interacts with residents sometimes the most Mm -hmm. uh, as conflict resolution. I really like that. I always received critical feedback um, to make me better by all my managers, Um, and I also appreciated that as well. The managers, if they saw it in you and they wanted you to be great, they gave you the feedback, and those are things that really helped me along the way, for sure.
0: Love that. I love that. Did you have somebody in the beginning when you first got started that you think back on and and reflect and say, oh, this is important to me. This is gonna also make me
1: look bad. So my first apartment job, I was a leasing agent and (laughs) 21, right? Crossing over Uh and um, she fired me. (laughs) Brittany, the strike record. (laughs) Um, Leaving, she wrote me a personal written reference about how great I was. What? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, your attendance sucks, but you are amazing. I have written, handwritten, wonderful penmanship, by the way, uh, a handwritten reference. And when I applied for my other job and and got it, I, I had the written reference and the manager was like, I've never seen a written reference from another manager before. This is pretty big. So these two things I learned from that you, someone can care about you and want great for you and still discipline you and lay down consequences. This was mm-hmm. vital for me to learn, even though I was a leasing agent and wasn't yet going into the, the management side, it was still vital for me to contain that at that moment. And then it was also a slap in my face that I needed to grow up a little bit and work on uh, punctuality. Sure. So yes, it was, it, I, I, I would not say it was single-handedly hurt. The next property, I had a property manager who honed in on me, taught me all the ins and outs and prepped me for property management. I feel like every manager I've ever had a relationship with or had a job with really helped me lay down my professional side. They already saw that I had the personality and the character to relate to people. And I was really great at conflict resolution with angry residents. Uh, They just were like, I need to polish your professionalism how you speak, how you dress, how you show up at work also matters and can get you far. And that was a game changer for me.
0: Oh my god. Hey guys, this is Caroline jumping in here real quick. First of all, thank you so much for checking out our podcast and tuning into this episode. I hope you are getting value from it. I hope that you are enjoying it. Uh, We are so thankful for the community that we've built that engages with this podcast and tunes in to hear what our guests have to say. So I just wanted to jump in real fast, say thanks, and then give you a couple of seconds on who we are um, since you did find our company podcast. Southwest Utility Solutions is a utility billing, utility management, and water conservation provider for people who own or manage multifamily communities. We do utility billing differently in the industry that we're all a part of. Um, We approach data differently. We approach problem-solving Differently. We approach utility revenue differently. It's something we're very passionate about, helping our property owners maximize their utility recovery and their utility revenue. For more information on what we do and who we are, feel free to reach out. Um, You can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm super active on there and I'd love to meet you. You can also visit our website to learn more at swutilitiesolutions.com. Okay, guys. Back to the episode. Oh my gosh, that was so good, Brittany! Like <laughs> so, like drop the mic. Like let's just be done. Like the oh, right? close it up, close it out, close that shot. Out. That was Brittany. No, I mean that was and honesty too, because it doesn't make me look good that I was fired twice. No, but the vulnerability that it takes yeah. for you to be able to tell you know this part of your story and yes, yeah. you know I and, and
1: keep in mind you know you're you may be telling your spouse or your friend this happened and they naturally are siding with you girl. They they shouldn't have done you that way. Right. It was a slap. It was, I didn't do that. I was able to receive the fact that they're right. I was constantly battling how great I was and then where I needed to correct myself. And for them to give me that it, again, they don't, I don't think none of them really realize how much that made me better. It's
0: and for the leaders in our lives and the managers in our lives and just people who, you know, we professionally look up to the mentors that we have, whatever for them to be courageous enough to say, Hey, listen, I know we have a personal relationship and yeah. I appreciate you. And I know I'm so humbled. You appreciate me. And, right. and I want you to be successful. I really yeah. want you to be successful. And because I do, I'm going to be really honest with you. Right. Exactly. And I that's hard and it's not easy exactly. for me to tell you, but I care about you. And, um, it's important. It's important that I share it with you and yeah. think that the vulnerability that it takes for you to now tell your story, right? Like how you got into the industry is because you were laid off. And now like the person who was so impactful to you was so impactful to you during your layoff, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me,
1: she, I told her, how do I get out there? And she said, cold call properties and ask if they're hiring. And this is 2010 and not indeed wasn't a big thing at the time that's the job Um, and then the second property I had. um, That received the personal reference from the previous I stayed with them for seven years until Valiant took that property over wow so that obviously created sustainability for me learning those two mistakes.
0: I think it's incredible. And I think it is a testament to the power of growth, right? And how we can, um, as our industry evolves, we can too. And how we just, man, the 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 product of good leadership is just, right. it's so powerful. Yeah, it's and so not powerful. writing
1: people off. Oh, I see your strengths here and I see your weaknesses here. Not writing me off, just saying, here's where you need to correct yourself and you'll be unstoppable. Right, and now look
0: at you, right? Like over ten years in, and you're still in it for some reason. Here you
1: are, and now you're talking about retiring in the industry. Yeah, yeah. It's and I've great. got, I've gotten a few award awards or two. Just saying. There you go. Not a toot to horn or anything, but you know,
0: no toot to horn. Those are those <laughs> good accomplishments. To, to, I'll I'll toot the horn with you. Let's do it, right? Let's do it because Thank you. it should be one. You should be celebrated, but. Yes too. I mean, the people that poured into you should be celebrated too.
1: Yes. That's why, um, obviously it would be rude for me to name drop, but that's why I wanted to make sure I mentioned them. Um, so that, so if it ever comes across their ears, they know. Yes. And they they do. do. I love that.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us, Brittany. Thank you for sharing that. Um, how does this, how does how you've grown in the industry and how you've been led in the industry affect, how you now make sure that your team is set up for success. What can you take from um, your journey and and how you've grown and how you've been poured into and, and how do you make sure that that's, you know, bundled up with a pretty bow and and, and given
1: to your team? How do you translate that to your team? Um, I'm a bit of a micromanager um, in my own personal life and um, like things to go get done. And if you won't do them, I will do them. At the same time, I had to learn to take, stop that a little bit because people have different work paces. Again, some people wanna go one, two, three and other people wanna go in steps one, three, two. Um, And if it works and if they get there, I had to step back and learn that, especially there were so many people who were patient with me and my flaws. I had to be like, oh, I, I didn't come out perfect. Let me work with these people. That's for sure learning how to manage with, um, empathy for mm. in their personal lives and, um, their journey. And, and sometimes you have to know the top to the bottom to see how it all works, especially how we were talking about generations and their questions, the, why, why do I have to do this? What at, at one point, if you are not, uh, mature enough, you will believe that questioning why is is insubordinate and it's not. It's, it's someone really trying to understand the whole full circle and that's awesome. Let me teach you because that's how I learned how it's important for me to pay a bill on time or get a pre-bill done in the two days that it needs to be done. Things like that are uh, important to make a property run well. So I also think um, in the hospitality industry, we did shift changes and we had to relay important information, occupancy, special events happening Um, That exchange of information was done in a circle and it was like hype up like I want to praise Caroline today because she and then we would all praise is important people don't realize how much praise is important you can't do it just once a year in a in a feedback meeting you can't always do it in an email. Um, You have to praise people on a consistent basis you have to get as corny as you have to with it. or cliche, you know, That's yes. it really is. Uh, I think that helped me. And then also letting your team tell you where you, it was called a bug and a wish. I could say it bugs me that you do this and I wish you would do this. You never feel like you have the opportunity to tell your manager what bugs you about them and that you'd wish to do something different. So providing that platform for the team to give me feedback is vital. Uh, check me sometimes since I'm always checking you.
0: I love that bug and a wish. Yes. That is good. So how do how do you how does your team communicate that to you? Is it is it verbally like a conversation, like a meeting, or is it written, or or how do you get the best results from that type of, I guess, system? It can literally go in
1: the format of as our weekly meeting goes, bug in the wish time. Anybody have a bug they want to address and wish that things would be different? Um, and it can also be sporadically, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing right? Literally just ask my assistant, is there anything you have to tell me? And she did, uh, I was I was prepping her so much for being interim manager while I was on maternity that I was mm-hmm. so critical she hit every mark, every mark, every day, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, just so you know, you have to do it this way. Um, and she said, you haven't praised me enough in the past three months. And I said, oh, you're right, I am sorry. I have been so worked up. Uh, making sure you get it. And I want you to succeed that I've been super critical of everything you do. And I haven't taken a moment to tell you that you've been rocking it. And while I was gone, I didn't have to get called once. And the other manager who was going to help my assistant, if she needed anything, got called maybe twice. And they were like, we praise you for teaching her so well. And I'm like, she reminded me um, to to just stop and praise her. So I thought that was a really good, I was checked. I think it was my last day before maternity too. Belly and all, swollen ankles. And She was like, you haven't praised me enough. I said, girl, let's go to lunch. Let's go right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. So let them correct you sometimes. I love that. That is good. That is some good advice. And here we go. We with the vulnerability train. My yeah. protect me the day before my maternity. <laughs> Ego and vulnerability are on the same train. Oh, I love it! I love it! I love
0: it! And I love bug and a wish. What a cool little system thing there!
1: I've never heard about that before. I know. Also taught to me by another manager. It was pretty awesome.
0: Man, isn't that funny? Like that is how this industry has become so fun and so complex. It's like we each. Each landing place, every every community we get to serve. I mean, I feel like I learned something from each community that I'm onboarded at, or each management company that I work with, or or each owner that I talk to. But all of that wisdom is a product of um, transitions, like what you're describing, right? Like I had a manager that poured into me here, or I had a you know an assistant that checked me here, or I had a regional who was super on it here, or I had a supervisor that sucked, and I learned
1: so much from them, right? Yeah. maintenance teaching me how to work at HVAC in case, or just the ins and outs of it. So I just have the basic knowledge.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, it's, it is always amazing to me because all of that knowledge, while in the moment it's impacting you personally, you know, years, later look how it's now impacting everybody who's listening to this right the wisdom that somebody poured into you that now you have you're able to share and pour into somebody else with and and yeah it's on your property all day every day you get to pour into your team um but people in the industry take note and can learn from you now and i so i'm, I'm real excited you're on it's awesome
1: to say that in that way very true
0: i uh I I think it's worth noting. Um, So let's talk about somebody that maybe just stepped into a new role on site. Maybe they've just transitioned to a community, um, like you did at Waters park. Um, it said, Hey, you know, would you, would you own this property for us? Would you manage it? Um, and let's say that they've, they've never done this before. Like they just got promoted and they've never been, you know, the head honcho out of sight. Um, what is your best piece of advice for them as they get started?
1: Well, funny enough, expect COVID to happen. (laughs) Expect a pandemic at any time. Yeah, they come every 50 years, but expect a pandemic. Love that. Yeah. Your entire industry's
0: procedure.
1: Prepare for a pandemic. No doubt. Prepare for a pandemic is key, essential. Um, But I would tell them that it's a great industry. Um, Personal and professional growth, as this whole interview has been about, is inevitable. You're going to learn how to achieve greatness. Uh, I think I learned how to decorate my own apartment or find ways to keep it tidy by having to make sure a model was already always looking good. Um, How I lease a unit now always has me have uh, opportunistic mindsets when I go certain places or like they need to change their smoke detector battery because I hear it in the background. (laughs) Personal and professional growth is guaranteed if you apply yourself. Um, And as we were talking about different generations, personalities, communication styles, you, you can be any part of Yes, we are talking about someone who's stepping into a manager position, but even leading up to that, your your hard work and your innovation can implement changes, can make you more noticeable and ready for your position. Um, and lastly, rest and recovery is essential so you're not burning out. I think I came into the management um, kind of still 20s everybody's different but 20s you're like i'm gonna stay up until midnight i'm definitely gonna finish this bottle of wine it'll be flat tomorrow (laughs) obviously i mean come on i'm 25 i'll be fine fine. as long as i'm in bed by three i'll be up by six no problem no You will burn out. You will burn out. You need rest. You need sleep. You need recovery. You need vacation. Um, these are essential things so that you can come back to this property. You are like a little mayor of a town. You mm-hmm. are really making sure everyone is um, satisfied. You know, to the to the best of your abilities. So you need to make sure that you're rested. You're taking care of yourself mentally and health wise. I think that's essential.
0: Uh, that's so good. You're like a little mayor of a little town. That's awesome love that it's true though it really is i'm sure you know
1: that i'm old girl i'm like i i don't know who you are respectfully but can you keep loop caroline in right now please i need caroline's answers and questions expeditiously. like i really appreciate you chiming into this conversation
0: but you're great
1: cc caroline cc her before i do i mean i did but you replied back without her included so i'm gonna include her again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know her i actually have yeah. her
0: phone number
1: okay yeah. listen yeah.
0: do i yeah. need to trick her <laughs> yeah i know she's on maternity but <laughs> it's so funny um one of our other managers within y'all's portfolio called me. It's so funny she called me on my cell and i go girl i'm so sorry if you hear a baby in the background i'm at home <laughs> she said exactly oh my god you had a baby I'm like yes yeah. ma'am I'm so sorry, is that inconvenient? I'm so sorry. No,
1: that that's a testament to you though. You ran this enough that again, I did not notice you were gone for two months. I did not have to see that Caroline um, to have anything resolved. There was it, it ran smoothly while you were gone. So congratulations you. to you and kudos to you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate sure. you.
0: And likewise, Fran, you just got back from your leave. So thank you. I think it's a testament to us both, and and I think that. Um, that is a product of being fed by an industry that wants you to succeed, that really wants you to succeed and, and gives you opportunities to be successful and, and shows you what's possible with, you know, a, a lot of preparation and hard work and commitment and, and kind of, I'm going to show up and show out kind of attitude. And even if I don't know the answer, I'll go figure
1: it out for you, I promise. Um, I think your email signature says it all. As cliche as it is, honey. We was talking about it, you gotta be that way sometimes, bring value or bring nothing at all, honey. I love it. Thanks, Brittany. Well, empty handed. Thank
0: you, thank you. You are a gem, my friend. You have so much value to bring. You have so much wisdom to share and your story is so impactful and your vulnerability, we can all learn a thing or two from. Um, Thank Thank you for being so raw and transparent with us today
1: thank you so much. It was really, I enjoyed it so much.
0: Good. I'm so glad. And for everybody who's listening, I hope you were taking notes. And if you were not, I hope you rewind this and start it over and go get your notebook, or you could turn on your iPad or another phone and put it next to this, you know, this podcast and just record your own version and then listen to it every single morning on your way to work, because there is So much to learn. Um, There is so much wisdom to be had, especially from this episode, only because y'all, we covered so much. We covered so much communication and, and setting your team up for success and personal growth and the power of empathy and vulnerability and being transparent and, and owning critical feedback, really taking extreme ownership of critical feedback and doing something with it and, and, and wanting feedback and accepting it and, and, and resonating and being resonating it, but also allowing ourselves to be positively impact impacted by it so that we can become better professionals, become better people and just grow and evolve. And um, there's so much to be learned here. And I'm so thankful for our community online that's listening, that is present, that is engaged with us. Thank you so much for listening um, to this Tell Me Your Story episode. I'm so excited for what's to come, you guys. We've got some really, really powerful stories that we've been recording that we're going to share. And and I just can't wait. So thankful for each of you in this community that we're building. Um, stay tuned for more content from the Solutions by Southwest Utility podcast, and and stay tuned for our next "Tell Me Your Your Story" episode. Um, and if you learned something from Brittany, like I did today, uh, you should let her know because to her point, you know, when there is value um, that has been received and, and praise that is owed, the people that have poured into us ought to hear. From us and uh if you can learn anything from britney today like i did you should reach out to her um here's her cell phone number here's her personal email here's her personal i uh, know just kidding just kidding right don't show up at Brittany's house. um but um you i was get, gonna say how is she gonna get this out sorry uh, girl <laughs> You get my point though, y'all, you know, if you're able to connect with Brittany, there's, there's a lot of wisdom here. Otherwise stay tuned for more content. Super excited to share the next episode with you guys until next time. Bye guys.